You're listening to the Superpower Podcast, Superpower Kids Edition, where author, philanthropist, and Superpower Kids founder, Neverly Rekla, inspires kids to discover their superpowers and change the world. Hi, kids. This is your Superpower Kid, Neva Lee Rekla. And today we have on our show a very special guest, Jennifer Rizzio. She is the creator of Soul Language, the host of Superpowers of the Soul, and she's a superpower expert. <laughs> so today we'll be talking with Jennifer about spiritual kids and business. So without further ado, will you help me welcome my friend and superpower expert, Jennifer Rizzio. Hi, Hello. Jennifer. Hello, I'm so excited to be here. Yay! I'm super excited to have you. So... Let's get started with asking you, what are your superpowers? Well, my most unknown superpower is I can manipulate time. So Ooh. I have this, ha- I know. So I have this habit of going, okay, I'm going to be late. I do this all the time with my mom. I said, mom. I do this all the time. I'm going to be late. And then I arrived like 15 minutes early. She's like, what? You said you were going to be late. I was like, yeah, but I just... I just speed it up or slow it down. And I think that's really important because, you know, time is our own human, you know, creation. And so we can play with it. And I think kids are really amazing at that because, you know, they seem to have time go on forever, you know, and an hour for them lasts all day. So, you know, that's my, my most unknown superpower. My most known superpower is I help people really connect to whatever they call their higher power. I can see where people are out of that disconnection or that connection, and I can help them get back there. That's awesome. Yeah, I I like to manipulate time. So if, so I am homeschooled and our rule is if, um, if I'm not done after, before dinner, I have to learn the next day. So um, sometimes I'll be like, oh crud, we have dinner in like an hour and I'm I'm not even close to being done. So I'll, I'll look at my clock on my iPad and I'll go slow down so I can finish before dinner. And then sometimes um, if I'm excited for something, I'll accidentally speed it up. And then I'll say, oh, I'm excited for that. And then my parents are like, don't speed up. <laughs> they need all the time they can get, right? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we have to. We have to take care of the businesses, and I'm like, okay. (laughs) But, yeah, I feel like it's fun being able to manipulate time because, like, also, I enjoy um, slowing it down sometimes, like, so I can have more playtime in the day. Yeah, I never even thought about doing it so I can have more (laughs) playtime. So, thanks for that. (laughs) <laughs> because that that makes sense, you know. I mean, as we, you know, get into adulthood, you know, I, I was talking to Warner, who's you'll see him around in the background because he's home today. I'm like, oh, I have to go be an adult today, <laughs> you know. And uh, I don't really, you know, it's just a matter of how you're looking at it and and how you kind of want to use all your gifts and talents. Exactly, exactly. I agree. So. But here in the Superpower Experts, we like to use our superpowers for good. Yeah. I don't think I would even know how to use it for bad. Exactly. Like, you know, like I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, turn, I don't tune into that kind of way of thinking or being. So, you know, it's always about being of service. 
you know, and I'm part of the service agreement, so I'm cool. Yep. So I have a few friends with us that want to say hi. So first friends, Stobby. I've always wanted a house elf. I think a house elf would be great. I got him at um, the airport in Florida, and I saw him. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need him. (laughs) He's my little buddy, and then I have Pigwagen. Nice. And Squiggles, who I got at the Universal Studios Park in Florida. Fun. And then my parents surprised me with Pigwagen, letting me know we're going to the park. Nice. I like yeah. that. A gift to go to a gift. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> I like that idea. I'm going to have to pass that along to people who provide me with gifts. So they're going to be talking with us. So let me think. Hmm. Ooh, why would you want a hell self? Why would I want a hell? Oh, oh my God. So you can't see it, and you're not going to see it, but I've got this pile of laundry there that is near the steps to go where the laundry is downstairs. And every day I pass it, and I go, okay, today's the day. And, I, you know, there's just so many things that I don't like doing that need to get done. The dishes, the, the making of the bed, the laundry. <laughs> You know, the cooking of the meals sometimes. So I would love someone like to like wiggle their nose and for it to be done so I can focus on doing the things I love, which is helping people and working on my business and writing and um, doing videos and doing all those things I love to do rather than laundry. But those are the things that need to get done uh, for other things to kind of keep running. So eventually we'll get done. Exactly. Like sometimes... Like, I I never make my bed unless I'm told to. That's why I love our cleaners. They come in like Ghostbusters. Right, and they make the bed. Yeah, our first first cleaner, there was one cleaner. And and when we moved in, um, it was like the second day we were living here. And this cleaner was here for like four hours. Just one lady just cleaning. The whole wow. house. That's so bad for her. But we're that like, takes oh. dedication. I mean, I don't. It's I. You know, some people actually love to clean. Some people, you know, I don't know if this lady does, but you know, some people. I like it when the house when you come in, which is not the house today because we're both home. When you come in and everything's so neat and organized and. You know, before I start work, you know, I need to, my desk is pretty neat. You know, the dishes need to be done. Like, there's certain things that get me ready for my day so I can focus. And, you know, I think there's something orderly about cleanliness. And I think sometimes when we do have too much clutter or too much stuff running around, I think it's it's just a reflection of what's going on inside. Exactly. And um, I love to organize. If my parents tell me to go like clean up my room I'm like okay I'm gonna organize as well though like you're not keeping me from my organizing (laughs) because I have like I'm gonna start collecting dolls and doll stuff although most doll collectors they don't play with them but I'm not like that (laughs) so I like to organize my doll shoes and stuff it's honestly just a weird addiction I have I like to do it (laughs) so 
I had to talk to the man in the background there. I'm like, you're on video, so don't do anything weird. <laughs> okay, so I think we have to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. We've been talking with Jennifer Rizzio about about spiritual kids and business. We'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Okay, we're back and we've been talking with Jennifer Rizzio about spiritual kids and business. So, um, let me think. What advice do you have for kids who, um, who were born and they were like awakened to all the spiritualness and the woo-woo-ness that is life. So what advice do you have for them on how they can start a business based off of spirituality and being yourself? You know, I think any passionate business is based on those things, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, I think that when you're really listening to your soul or your spirituality or however you want to put it, your essential nature, you know, even <coughs> that lemonade stand is based on that soulful guidance. I think exactly. where people kind of fall down and, and I don't, you know, I want kids to understand this so they don't fall down as they're developing is that then they start getting all of the information from all those people that have been in business before, and that's great, and those are resources and tap into them. But sometimes when that happens, and adults are famous for this, um, when that happens, then they don't start listening to that inner guidance, that yeah. wisdom. And I think that's really a hardship because, yeah. you know, so often we hear, no, 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 don't go that way. And everyone's telling us, no, you need to go that way. Exactly. There's something inside that's driving you to. And I think, you know, the first advice is to keep listening to that. Take in the resources, right? You know, you're not going to know everything. So you're going to need those kind of people that have crossed that path before. But you have to listen to your heart. You have to listen to that guidance. And you have to listen to your soul. And you have to stand up for what you believe in. Exactly. I think, right, with those two fundamental principles, you can't go wrong. Exactly, I agree. And if, I agree with what you're, what you're saying because there's people this way who are saying, no, you have to do what I'm doing. It's the best thing for you. And there's people this way saying, no, listen to your heart. You can take in the advice that those people are saying, and be polite, but you don't have to do it. You can be yourself, and that's the most important thing. Because in business, I've been doing this for six years, and what I've learned is I can take in all the energy from everyone. I'm like a sponge sometimes. I'll, I'll literally, how old are you? Eight. You literally are a sponge up until the age of seven, literally. <laughs> like your brain, kids' brains, 
don't spend a lot of this time deciphering. So they do suck it all up, right? <laughs> and then you get to a certain age where you get to go, okay, I heard what so-and-so says, and I don't really, that doesn't really apply to me anymore, and you get to let that go. So I think that's important to be the sponge in any type of thing and then really decide what you want to do. So you're right on track. Yeah. So, like, sometimes, well, if my parents and I are at a business conference and someone is yelling when they're speaking, like, like kind of out of their body, you know, um, I even ask my parents, like, can I step out of the room for a minute? Because it's, like, too much absorbing, you know, because it's, like, whoosh, I can't hold this anymore. Yeah. So now, really, yeah, so often I don't think adults do that. I don't think they really understand, you know, when something's too much and when they have to step aside and how to say no and, and all of that. And I think kids are really fundamentally good at that. And I think through schooling and through, you know, life experiences, we're taught, oh, no, no, that's wrong. And, and no, you know, you can say no or you can say yes, as you put it, in the most polite way, right? And yet, you really need to do what is in your greatest good. Because if you're not going to do that there in business, where else in your life are you not going to be able to say yes or no to? Exactly. I agree. But it's also, <clears throat> with me, I sometimes have trouble just going, no, thank you. Just going, getting to the point and saying no. But I don't like to hurt people's feelings. It's like the, the hardest thing for me. And sometimes my ego does it. Like my ego does it all the time. And I don't like doing that. And so I like saying no thank you and being polite but still getting straight to the point, you know? Yeah. So I feel like it's definitely really important that you listen to other people and you say, yeah, I agree, that's great advice. But then you can look back on that and say, well, now that I think about it, maybe that wasn't the best idea. Or maybe I can just listen to them, but I don't have to do do that, you know? It's all about choice, and I think business is so much about choice. You know, it's what are you going to do? What are you going to produce? Who are you going to talk to? Who's your audience? There's so many decisions to make, and if you keep making those decisions based on someone else's system and belief, it's, you know, it might be your your name on the door, so to speak, of the company, but it's then it's not really your company. And, and you know, I think anyone, any entrepreneur co- creates a company to do something bigger first for themselves and then for other people. And, and that takes guts and it takes courage. And it, it also takes, you know, you deciding what is right for you and for your company. I agree. I agree. And I... I think it's important. You need to listen to your soul and you need to know what you know is best for you and what is the lovingest thing you can do. That's not even a word, but it is now. And what is the best thing for you and your company? I agree. So do you have any questions for me, Squiggles, or Pigwidgeon or Dobby? Well, you know, I, I, I guess the question I would have for you is, you know, what do you consider the most important aspect of your own business? Like, what do you love doing about your business? Well, I have a lot of things I love in my business, but 
I can give you my top three favorite businesses. All right. So the first, well, I'm probably going to have like four because I'm starting a course for parents. But my top three right now is my, um, my show because it's a way for me to make new friends and connect with people. And then I love doing hot clothes for kids. And um, even though I got a lot of criticism on it for putting the word hot in my business or wearing crop tops and stuff, I still love doing it because that was me being me. And my, um, my probably most favorite business of them all is spreading light, love, and pixie dust. And it's where I draw pictures and write poems for wounded warriors and vets. And I'll go out on Veterans Day and hand out and hand them out. Um, I'll, we'll start at night. I mean, we'll start at day till night. And it's me and my, me and my half sister and my, and my parents. And we'll go around handing pictures out. And a few years ago, I handed out, well, we handed out over a thousand pictures. Wow. Yeah. So. Okay, so my day is pretty boring compared to your days. <laughs> like, whoa, wow. Yeah, I wasn't doing anything like that at your age. Um, I'm not really doing anything like that now. I mean, you know, I think, wow, I think it's amazing. And I think that the, especially the course for parents, I, I think that that – is, is going to support so many people on so many different levels. And it's truly something that will impact lives. So congratulations. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. So I have a question that's not related to business, but what type of pets do you have? I have a cat, Mushu, who's somewhere Mushu. around here. Um, she's a calico. She's... Ooh. Um, and that's because I feed her lots of, lots of treats. It's my fault. Um, she's extremely smart. She was raised by dogs, with dogs. She was fostered with dogs. So she has a lot of dog-like tendencies. You know how dogs circle before they sit down? She does that. Did she do that? Oh. Yeah, it's really funny. Sometimes she sleeps on her back like this. Um, and she plays fetch. Now, all of my cats that I've had for the last 20-something years, all of them would pay, play fetch. In fact, they played fetch up until a couple of years, like two or three years into having them, and then they didn't bring the ball back. I don't know why it stopped. But um, So that is my – I'm a big cat fan. I've had cats most of my lives – life and most of my cats live to I think the oldest was in the, was in their 24th year wow yeah and so what I found out is the first year of a cat's life then it's equivalent to 24 years of human life That's and then cool. four years uh, for every life af every year after that mm. so mad that was his name was pretty old um, mm -hmm. and most of my cats you know live because I think what, that I pet them so much, and I think that purring does something really good for their bodies, and so that's why I think they live a long time. Yeah. Um, so I do want a cat, and they're adorable, but I have a dog, and I love her to death. Like, I would do anything for her. 
Her name is Callie. She's a toy schnauzer. Cute. And we named her after the goddess of destruction. Yes, Callie. I know that. <laughs> That's a tough <laughs> name to give a dog, though. <laughs> I mean, she's the goddess of destructing your hands when you play with her. So. Why I mean, it's it, it, her. <laughs> Um, let me hear one of my cats, one of my animal stories. Yes. Okay. So I, my old house, my, um, my dad and I were hanging out and my mom was coming back home and this cat snuck into our garage and it wasn't even like a neighborhood cat or anything. It was just this stray cat, random cat. And I was watching the show when dad was going to help mom. And I heard meowing. And I, and there was a dog that came on my show once, but there wasn't ever a cat. So I paused my show and then the meowing stopped. Then I unpaused my show and then the meowing went back. <laughs> and then sure enough, a few minutes later, my dad comes walking in with a cat. I'm like, why is there a cat in our house? Because, um, my dad is allergic to cats. Oh, no. But cats love him to death. Of course, because he's allergic to them. That's how they operate. <laughs> and so, um, so Callie, she's a huge, huge fan of cats. She loves playing with them. Sometimes cats aren't a huge fan of her. And I feel really bad for her because she just wants to make some friends. <laughs> um, but sure enough, I gave him a name. Well, at first I thought it she was a he was a she, so I named her Whiskers, and then I started calling him Whiskey, and so that Cute. became his name. But what happened to the cat? Well, um, my parents we were gonna let him live with us, but then since my dad's highly allergic, it wasn't gonna work out, and so what we did was we made up a box. We got this big box and we put a giant cozy blanket in it and we put it outside in our backyard and he and every morning and every night before we went to bed and when I woke up, I would take off my shoes and sit in the box and play with him and he would let me pick him up um, and I had this little toy kitchen at the time and the sink came out so I'd put him underneath the kitchen Cute. underneath the sink and then I'll lift up the sink and then he would climb out. Cute. And so I love playing with him. And then after two weeks or so, he finally decided, eh, I need to go find a new home. And because he, he was an indoor cat, he enjoyed being indoors. Yeah. And he and Callie played, played a lot. So that was fun. And so mom and I decided he was an angel kitty. And he was an angel kitty sent down to just meet us for a little bit. And then, yeah, I actually have a stuffed animal that looks Fun. exactly like him he's a, he's a tiger cat and so me and my friend were going to the this store the candy store in the mall and they have stuffed animals there and there was one cat stuffed animal that looked just like him i'm like that i i need that so sure enough his name is whiskey and like so Very i cool yeah and Callie actually loves snuggling with him. <laughs> so, so yeah. I have a yeah. lot of animal stories. Yeah, Moose is, Moose is now a people person. She's, you know, now she's really just two people people. She just likes me and Warner. Other times she just spends a lot of time in the closet when people come over. 
<laughs> yeah, Callie's a people person. That is for sure. She um she loves talking like a lot. She um um she's basically like a little cheerleader. She loves <laughs> Anytime someone comes over and rings the doorbell, she'll she'll talk 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 talk. Very, very cool. <laughs> yeah. So let me think. Do you have any questions for Dobby? No, unless he wants to send over a cousin to come play with me, because that would be cool. Dobby, do you have any cousins? I don't know if Dobby even has parents. Well, he had to have something. He had friends. Remember, he had that other house elf that knew him. Yeah, I remember her, Teeny. Yeah, so there's got to be a lot of little house elves, like, they must have, like, a lodge or, like, a little association. (laughs) Right? Exactly. That needs to be a thing. Why not? With Dobby, I love um, I love making him little beds on my bed, so uh, my dog will sleep with me. And so I light him down with a pillow and something to cuddle with, Very and I cute. give him a blanket at Very the cute. edge of my bed. <laughs> so. Um, I think we should do super neat questions and then, um, it's just a few playful questions and you ask, and you have to answer them as fast as you can. All right. Give them to me. And I'll try to answer them as well. Okay. Okay. First off, favorite color. Blue. Ooh. Um, turquoise. Um, favorite animal. Cat. (laughs) Um, all animals. Excuse me? I don't have a favorite animal. It's just every single animal. All animals. Gotcha. All animals. I grew up on a farm, so. <laughs> um, let me think. If you could go anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Paris, because I love it. It's my favorite <laughs> city. And because I'm mad for their food and their museums. So if I could wrinkle my nose and be there, it'd be Paris. I want to go to Hawaii, one, because I've never been there, and two, I feel like it would be, like, Costa Rica, and I and Costa Rica is gorgeous. And it's very beautiful. Yeah, and plus, I would get to swim with wild dolphins, and um, my favorite sea animal is a dolphin, so that's why. Nice. Um, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? There can be more than one. <sighs> I think it would be, you know, to really play with time in a bigger way. You know, go fast forward, back in time, in the future, um, stop time, like really like take that to the 10th power of how to manipulate time. That'd be awesome because all my friends are faster runners than me. So that means if we're having a race, I could stop them and be like, run, 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 and unstop them. And then they would be like, how'd they get there? That would be really fun. Um, I probably want mind teleportation and to go back in time because when I was a baby, I was like super chubby and adorable. So I want to go back in time and get little Neva and bring her back. You couldn't technically do that because that would be a time paradox. What's a time paradox? It's when your older self, your older self in time and your newer self meet. 
And there's some scientific sci-fi reason why that can't happen. It's like that happening creates some sort of time continuum mess up time loop and like it makes everything that. crazy but i don't want to do that no <laughs> um but then invisibility and flight as well because i would be like the master at hiding go seek and oh, do you want to hear a funny hiding go seek story would love to okay so my sister and i we love playing hiding go seek and in my bathroom, the I have an automatic light that can turn off, but she didn't know that. <laughs> and so sure enough, I went in my bathroom, I turned off the lights, and I hid in my shower. Nice. And it took her about 30, 45 minutes to find me. Wow. And normally I laugh when she comes into the room, so I'm like, don't laugh, don't laugh. And I heard her speaking to my parents like, I can't find your daughter. <laughs> I don't know where she is. And so, sure enough, um, she even looked directly into the shower. But she didn't see Turn me. Turn on the light. Yep, but she didn't know the light couldn't, um, could turn off. So I told her at the end, and she's like, you were hiding in there all along? Wow. Like, yeah. <laughs> You're a really but good was- hider. <laughs> And sometimes we run out of places, so that's my least favorite part of hiding go seek. I used to play with my little nephew Eric, and the I would hide, and the dog bear would give me away every time because the dog would stand right in front of the place where I was hiding. And then when it was his turn to hide, he would hide in the exact same place I hid, so I would find him every time. I'm like, dude, you've got to pick another spot. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, because he doesn't think I'll look there. But hello, I just hid there. Yeah. Um, my dog does that. Um, my, when my sister was watching me, she's 17. Um, so when she was watching me, my parents were going on a, I think they're either shopping or they're on a date night. Either one. And the dog would come and find me every time. And we figured it's just because she was worried that I was like, where I was and stuff so she's she loves protecting me and she is a total sweetheart but she didn't do that with cat with my sister mm. I'm like oh come on <laughs> and that's a trainer to to kind of fetch for you with your with that exactly go fetch my sister hide and go seek exactly and we'll play Marco Polo as well like I'll go Marco and try to find her and then Sometimes I'll have to walk away to a further spot and then say Marco because I know I'm be cl- I'm close to her, but I can't find her. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah. I feel like I should put the scent of Callie's favorite, C-R-E-A-T, yeah. because I can't say the word or else. So come. Yeah. Um, and I could, like, say, Sissy, here, hold this. And then secretly and so then Callie would smell her exactly you just drop it in one of her pockets and let her let Callie go fetch her exactly but Callie would follow her totally yeah so I think we might have to wrap up sadly sadly but I I forgot to tell you about the sign-off so um the sign-off is remember kids we, we all have superpowers yeah, no. Oh, 
yeah. <laughs> I do. So I'm going to tell you the sign-off, then we have to do funny FaceTime. Okay. Because, so the sign-off is, I'll say, remember kids, we all have superpowers, and you and I will both stay together. We can change the world. Okay, you got okay. it. So you want to do funny FaceTime? Sure. Okay, ready? Three, two. Stop, we can't make funny faces. No, that just looks painful to them. <laughs> then they, they are just have regular faces. Okay. Would you like to join me in the sign-off? Yeah, it's um, We Can Change the World. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Okay. Remember, kids, we all have superpowers, and we, we can, can all change. the... Let's do it again. We can... <laughs> Let's do it again. Remember, kids, we all have superpowers, and we, we can, can change the world. world. All right. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Thank you. Bye. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Superpower Up podcast, Superpower Kids edition. Go now to superpowerkids.com and discover your superpowers today.